0: Hello and welcome to my weekly podcast. This is Open Hearts, Enlightened Minds with Abby. Hello and welcome to another episode of Open Hearts, Enlightened Minds with me, your host Abby Salmera. You know, as always, thank you so much for joining me here here today, whatever day it may be for you. You know these. Episodes come out on Friday, but you could be listening on any other day of the week. But thank you so much for joining me, I really appreciate having you here listening to my podcast episode. And let's get started, same way, every episode, talking about our weeks. I mean, I guess it's me talking about my week. But you, I hope you had a pretty good week, and if it wasn't a good week, then we have another week to take on next week, and hopefully it'll be great. Hopefully it'll be better. Just a heads up, you know, you might be hearing some jingling from here and there because my dog is with me living here in my apartment in Utah. He's wearing his collar and his tag, so little jingling here and there if you hear any. But yeah, my apartment in Utah. I think this whole last week has truly consisted of just settling in, you know, buying groceries, going to the store. But I've also had a lot of work trainings. Uh, I worked the front desk in one of the buildings at the U, so that's exciting. And then I um have taken naps here and there, done take classes, truly balancing life and whatnot. Gotta take my dog to the dog park, you know, making sure he gets his poos and peas in. But uh, pretty not super jam packed week, but starting to get into the flow of the busyness. I think Tuesday was my only day I didn't really have anything, but the other w- days of the week I did, so yeah. But the reason why I didn't have anything on Tuesday was because I was supposed to have a work meeting for one of my other clubs, and we've been used to having this meeting every Tuesday morning, really, because uh, that's just when we have our meetings, that's when we've had our meetings over the summer, and it was weird Because I showed up to that meeting, you know, kind of wary. They hadn't sent out an announcement about the meeting and the calendar date was sort of changed, but I wasn't sure if that's what it was changed to a different day of the week. And only three people were there, you know, for a good first five minutes until what the meeting, when the meeting was supposed to start. So someone messaged the leader of the group and said that it was actually moved to Friday. You know, weird weird that me and those two other people did not know about that, and it was actually not communicated. I remember I had spoke with them later on, and they were saying they they should have messaged about, formally messaged about the meeting being moved and wasn't able to do so. And this lack of communication results in people automatically not being on the same page. So that is why... Today, this week's episode of Open Hearts, Enlightened Minds, we are talking about communication. Oh boy, communication is a very prevalent and important idea in my life. I think I, uh, it's not like I enjoy talking about it and bringing it up, but it is something that I definitely keep in mind quite often whenever I'm facing any sort of situation in all aspects of life communication. So, as always, you know, we're here defining whatever we're talking about today, and communication, according to Google, is the imparting or exchanging of information or news. Pretty standard, you know, transferring of one piece of information to another, to two, between two different sources, I would say, two different beings I don't know because you can transfer from person to person but also like device to device that could be considered some kind of communication and the second definition is also the means of sending or receiving information such as phone lines or computers so that's when we get into the not necessarily just communication between human beings but also I guess uh other things but yeah sending or receiving information that's the act of communication it's like an input-output kind of thing. Information is sent out by someone and then is received by another thing, I guess. Communication. Very importante, I would say. And um, there are different methods of communication. We, I mean, we kind of started to touch upon it in the whole beings versus computers and whatnot. But the... The fact that there's a lot of methods of communication shows that it can really be used in all aspects of life. So I looked up just the different methods of communication. And what came up from Goodwin College, there were five types of communication. So the first one is verbal communication. I think that's pretty standard. You know, we talk to people, we exchange words, especially when like learning a new language. This verbal communication is super important. We're trying to adapt to however people talk to each other. And the verbal communication of also exchanging information is pretty standard. It's usually how we go about sharing things, usually, I feel. And um, verbal, pretty important. The next way of communication is nonverbal communication. So that's of like facial expressions, posture, eye contact, hand movements, and touch. Not necessarily, you know, your mouth speaking, your, you, um, I guess sending out words, speaking words, it's kind of like what you do with your body, the vibes that you're giving off. I remember my friend and I, we were at this party or something and we we're like, hmm, let's try to communicate, uh, with each other through facial expressions. And I feel like it was just a lot of like eyebrow raising and weird faces, but definitely communication was happening there. non communication is possible. Based on, I don't know, everything that you do that's not related to speaking. So, yeah. The next form of communication is written communication. You know, in society today, uh, posts, texts, chats, tweets, reports, emails, all that kind of written information basically communicate from uh, one thing to the other you know when you post on instagram you're you're communicating to the people this is what i'm up to kind of thing or when you send someone a text you know you're communicating with them it's kind of like your thoughts going into a text and being transported to the other person you're writing it out before uh, um I guess sending it over to them, and I think this is when we start getting into anything truly not that's not verbal, not something super clear, even communication that's verbal can be pretty not clear, not concise. I think all these methods of communication do have their pros and cons, and when you start getting the nonverbal written whatever it may be, um, the information that's given starts to be less clear and less concise and more difficult to understand. So moving on, the fourth uh, method of communication is listening. I know that listening isn't a very common method of communication, but we will get into this later, the importance of listening, but you can't really communicate if there's not a two-way thing happening. So, doesn't usually make it onto the list of types of communication, but I personally think, and the Goodwin College personally thinks, that listening is important. And finally, we have visual communications. You know, it goes hand-in-hand hand with written communications. You have a post on Instagram that has a picture, and then you type out your caption. That's a visual and written communication. You are sharing with the world this is what you're up to, or when you're sending an email, you know, what was written, you can see it. Especially when, um, when you're, I don't want to say judging, but, you know, looking at people's handwriting. I know there's that common stereotype that doctors have bad handwriting, you know, it's kind of like communicating their vibes based on what their, um, handwriting looks like, but it's also, they're also communicating, let's say, your prescription. So, yeah. These five types of communication, verbal, nonverbal, written, listening, and visual, just shows that communication can be found everywhere. It can be used everywhere. You can use all these different types of communication to communicate with yourself, with other people, with computers, with your dog, with, I don't know, inanimate objects, whatever you want. You can exchange information. You can send or receive information to anything through these five different methods. So getting into communication, obviously I chose to talk about this today because communication is quite important to me. I actually wrote a college essay about it. I don't even really remember the prompt, but it was probably about some kind of failure or some kind of, I don't know, obstacle in life, you know, those generic college essay prompts. But communication... I think I've learned the consequences of poor communication the hard way. And that's why communication is so important to me. As I mentioned in the college essay, I think I'd struggled to express my emotions to the outside world. Even my parents had said that when I was little, I wasn't super expressive about my emotions and how I feel. In high school, I was... For half of it I was seen as very sarcastic. The second half I was seen as very stoic. And I don't know. Sad Eeyore vibes. And I don't know. I wouldn't say it, necessarily say that I'm always like that. always sarcastic or stoic or sad. Maybe it's just a struggle to communicate how I am. To express my emotions with the world. So communication. It's shown me that. I don't know. I can use all these five methods to portray myself, how I want to be seen to the world. And I think in college, I even struggle now. Just with, I mean, last year we had COVID and I barely had any in-person classes. All my communication was working the front desk at my residence hall. So I think communication is really important to me because it's shown me its importance in all aspects of my life. When we get into friendships and relationships, which we we typically talk about on this podcast, I've seen that the importance of communication on putting us on the same page. You know, maybe you don't want to move too slow or fast. In my college essay, I mentioned that something as childish as being like, oh, are we friends, or are you my best friend, or what does being friends mean to you, puts you on the same page in order to have the same... Expectations to be clear about what those are, the needs and the wants, whatever it may be, communicate that and to ensure that you're all on this you are both you are all on the same page, you know this is a friend group or whatever. It's important to communicate with each other who you are and what you want, especially in any kind of relationship, because that can easily end up being the downfall, you know not being clear of what's up and then we get into the group setting in student council in the essay i mentioned the importance of cooperating and communicating on the verge of disaster and getting things done efficiently when i was student body president i had to run the class for a little bit by myself and i think it was really important to be caught up on what every committee was doing i remember having meetings you know as a whole class to update each other On what we were doing, on what subgroup subcommittee was doing, in order to not I don't know have any miscommunication. Going into miscommunication, you know, my family I feel like brings that up a lot. Whenever we have tiny arguments or little fights or whatever it may be, it's always because of some kind of miscommunication. You know, we got the time wrong, we got the grocery list wrong, something like that. And truly, didn't have to be as bad, the situation didn't have to be as bad as it could have been, but it was, I don't know, taken out of hand, blown out of proportion, even if it was just a miscommunication in all aspects really, that's what miscommunications can do, not communicating on the verge of disaster can put you in the disaster, I guess. So yeah, family, student council. Being on the same page there allows the group to succeed and more efficiently help each other out, basically, if you all know what's going on. And finally, I think I mentioned in the essay, the importance of communication with classmates and coworkers. It's important to be able to trust them and to communicate to them when I'm having a difficult time. Instead of bottling it all up. All of these things that I've only mentioned for each example can apply to all the examples. You know, you want to be able to trust and communicate with your club or activity. With your friend. With your significant other. Instead of bottling up your feelings. You know? It's kind of... Whew. It's a lot, and that could just blow up and hurt you in the long run. I've learned that, you know, especially in group projects, stuff like that, it's important to be clear. It leads to less frustration, less miscommunication, less misunderstanding later on. So that is why communication is important to me, because I've learned the consequences of not doing it the hard way. So for you, why is communication important? I think it definitely aids in all aspects of life, as I've already said, from personal to professional. The I looked up some of the benefits of communication from the Portland Community College. Of course, I had mentioned building trust between whatever, whoever you you and whoever you're communicating with by communicating you are on the same page you know what's going on with each other and you have i guess like clarity in whatever the other person wants and has to say the next thing is that it prevents or resolves problems as i said i've learned the importance of communication the hard way and now i i don't know i try to use it to prevent problems but even then if problems still arise it helps Um, to resolve them. Communication. You know, if you're in a fight, give each other time to speak properly. Maybe, you know, you'll get some kind of understanding. The next thing, providing clarity and direction. There's no such thing as a dumb question. There truly isn't. I feel like in Taekwondo, I've asked so many questions that I should have known when I was a white belt and here I am a first degree black belt still asking super simple questions that may seem dumb to the naked eye. But it gives me clarity, gives me direction and ultimately helps me progress on to the second degree black belt. That's what communication can do. Ask questions, you know. That's part of communication. That's exchanging information. It's exchanging a question. Number four. It creates better relationships. I mean, all of these benefits contribute to a good relationship I feel trust you know lack of or not having a lot of problems being clear you know being on the same page I would say that all leads to better relationships I think communication and I don't know being able to open up with your partner your friend your co-workers your classmates just puts you at level ground you know doesn't make it seem like someone is um higher up than the other. You know, the power thing. Like, even with my supervisor at work, I try to be chill. You know, I know she's my supervisor, but I'm not going to be, like, not communicating and hiding my feelings about what I do at work. So, yeah. Number five, communication increases engagement. You know, in class, when you're that one person sitting in the corner not having anything to say, that's tough. So communicate if you have any questions. Ask your teacher if you have any things to add to the topic. Communicate and, you know, raise your hand. Ultimately, it keeps you more engaged. I know when I eventually start to raise my hand in class, I definitely keeps me more awake. I'm more engaged. And not only engaged by me saying something, but by listening. You know, that one method of communication by listening to what other people have to say. And that's where we're getting to improving productivity That's what communication does too, you know, because now I'm listening to everyone else around me and it helps me be a better person too. Like in student council, if I know what all the committees are up to, then it'll help me be productive too because I know how to help them. They're, Lastly, it promotes team building. Communication promotes team building. Oh boy. soon in Council. What a great group of people that are all so different. And I think communication definitely helped us grow through the years of how we could be better. Of how we built our team. Because, you know, we have our ups and downs. We have our ebbs and flows. Miscommunications, misunderstandings. Things that just one person likes and the other does not. But by being clear, by communicating, I think it definitely brought us all closer together. So there you go. Communication is important because it has a lot of benefits. It builds trust. It prevents or resolves problems. Provides clarity and direction. Creates better relationships. Increases engagement. Improves productivity. And promotes team building. But hey, does communication always work? Sure, communication is great, but it really isn't anything without mutuality. And that mutuality is understanding. There was this post that I saw on Instagram, and it said, Communication is key, but so is a sense of understanding. If I tell you something and you're not willing to see where I'm coming from, then what's the point of telling you anything? And I think that's why listening should be a method of communication should be included because it's understanding it's open-mindedness. I think I've definitely been guilty of being stuck with what's going on, guilty with guilty of being stuck with my opinions and my Perspectives on life. And that's why I have this podcast to help open my heart and lighten my mind of all these new perspectives and counterpoints. To make me realize that a sense of understanding is necessary to communication. Because communication is already important to me, but a sense of understanding needs to be too. Communication is a mutual thing, it's about mutuality. You can communicate with just yourself, sure, but when you're trying to fix a problem, prevent a problem, you can communicate with yourself, but also the person or the group you're having the problem with. It's a two-person thing, a multiple people thing. Communicating itself is the exchange of information, sending and receiving. You can send and receive information yourself, but... I feel like when we think about communication, it's the interaction between people. That's what the study of communications is, I feel. I mean, I'm kind of minoring it, minoring in it. So, I've learned a lot about the communication between media and people. That's between two things. So, communication. It's not something that's just by itself. It's communication and understanding and so this two-person thing, this multiple people thing. They're not willing to cooperate and communicate as well, as hard as you may try to communicate. And the communication may not resolve your problems as much as you want it to. You can simply just communicate to them the importance of communication. You know, talk about those benefits. Maybe it'll help get you both on the same page. So hey, Lesson for today, I guess. Communicate. Some of the ways that you can work on your communication is by, uh, you know, that thing that we just talked about. Really listening. You know, you're not the only one talking. There's another person that you're communicating with. We should listen to them. We should also come alongside the other person. Be understanding of where they're coming from. At least hear them out. You may not believe the same thing, think the same thing, but hey, that's how life is. Not everyone's going to think the same way. And if you're really good at listening, you'll know whether or not they want advice or comfort. One of my friends, whenever I go to her for a problem, she asks me what I want. Like, is it advice, comfort, stuff like that. So don't give unwanted advice if they don't want it. Because that just might make the situation worse. This one, whew, part of communication is pretty important to me. Something that I i have been trying to work on, not getting as far as I'd want to be, but checking our tone, of, tone and body language, tone of voice, and our body language. My body language can get a bit, I don't know, tense, and so can my tone, you know, raising the voice and stuff like that, whatever. I'm getting heated or, you know, really trying to be passionate about what I'm communicating. So you don't want to have, I don't know, difficulty communicating with the other person because you're not being welcoming, being open minded for their side of the story, for their side of the communication. I'm sure, you know. I wouldn't want to talk to someone who's closed off and yelling at me. I really need to come to an understanding of that, you know, really put myself in other people's shoes whenever I think about tone and body language. And Another thing about communication, be real. You know, say how you feel. What's the point in communicating false things? What's the point in lying? When this is your opportunity to communicate what you need, what you want, who you are. And uh, Thing number six for communication, it isn't all about you. As I said, communication is a two-person thing, multiple people thing most of the time. So that's why we need to listen, come alongside the other person, not give them unwanted advice, watch out for our tone and body language, and be real. And hopefully they'll do this, those things too, because it isn't all about them either. Communication, quite important. It's something to always work on. Not just communication, but communication and understanding. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Open Hearts, Enlightened Minds with me, Abby Salmera. Check out my Instagram for updates on new posts or, you know, follow me on Spotify or your other podcast platforms wherever you're listening uh, to this. And please share this with your friends. I'd love for other people to hear, you know, what Open Hearts, Enlightened Minds, me, Abby Salmera, has to say and to share those deep talks with all those deep people out there. Don't forget, there's new episodes every Friday, so I'll catch you all next week.